Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. What is up, Freight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Wednesday, February 8th, it's a melancholy Wednesday. Hump day, if you will, in the McIntyre household. Because LeBron set a record last night for the Lakers. A historic moment. I had my kids and wife watch it. I don't think the wife was that interested. The kids were kind of locked in. I was, I was proud. I was impressed. They were grasping the severity of the moment and then the Lakers went out and blew the game in the fourth quarter and lost a game they could not lose to the friggin OKC Thunder I I gotta stay calm I I have to I don't know how LeBron stays calm I'm trying to stay calm as an NBA fan how is LeBron staying calm we'll get to that in a moment first got to mention good guest coming up today his name is Rick Buecher He's covered the NBA forever, was at ESPN, now is at FS1, does Fox Sports Radio. He's going to start doing um, a lot of the shows here as the NBA heats up. Good guy. I've known Rick. I like to spar with him. One of the most fun sparring moments we had um, was doing some digital stuff during the pandemic. It was fun because, you know, he's a lot of these, like Broussard likes to mix it up. Buker likes to mix it up. And I, I get along well with those guys. We disagree greatly on a lot of stuff. And uh, we recorded it yesterday afternoon before LeBron broke the record. So there's not really much LeBron talk. That being said, I guess I need to spend a few moments on LeBron or the Lakers. Which one? Which is more important? Like, let's be real. We knew LeBron was going to set the record. That was a given. I personally didn't think he'd go postal like he did last night. LeBron finishing with 38 points. Passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Leading scorer in the history of the sport. LeBron was fantastic. 38-7, 38-7, three assists, three steals, 13 of 20 shooting, four of six from deep, 
38 points in 34 minutes is the epitome of efficiency. The only problem was he was the only starter who played well. Uh, Rui Hachimura was okay. Uh, we'll get to Anthony Davis in a moment. I don't. I mean, I, I'm not going to wax poetic about LeBron James, guys. We've done this a lot. It's weird. The internet has gotten people so entrenched that nobody wants to come off a position. No matter what information is presented to them, nobody wants to come off a position. And if you don't want to come off the position that Jordan was the greatest ever and LeBron has now passed him, that's fine. I get it. We disagree. It's okay. Like, reasonable humans can disagree. If you want to stack resumes, we can do that too. Because LeBron's wins. It does. That's the fact. Like, LeBron played a lot longer than Michael Jordan. LeBron didn't go to college. He came right out of high school. It was an instant hit, major factor right out of the jump in the NBA. His numbers and where he stands historically in, like, every category practically is going to beat Michael Jordan. And it's not really a competition. It's a subjective discussion. And you are either the type of person who can come off a position, admit you were wrong— and go to the right side, or you can just stay dug in and and dig in your heels, and that's fine too, and I get it. I totally get it. There was a moment where I thought, oh, LeBron LeBron could probably catch Jordan. I don't know if he could pass him. I think he could catch him. And then what does he do? He takes down the 73-win Warriors. We know very insecure Michael Jordan. At that point, green lights, his uh, 10-part documentary, which was great, Last Dance. Of course, Jordan approved everything that went in it. Just so you know, it wasn't like actual journalism. This was basically Jordan's telling of the events with a favorable view on Michael. Even when he was painted in somewhat of a poor light, he still came out looking great, which I understand. Michael Jordan, he wants to do that. Why would he want to come out looking like an asshole in a 10-part documentary that he greenlit? That's foolish. So LeBron beats the Warriors. Then goes to the Lakers. Everybody's like, there's no way he's winning. Well, maybe he can win with Lonzo. No. Gets Anthony Davis to the Lakers. They win a title in the bubble. You heard the debate last week at my buddy Dan, who listens to the podcast. He was on a ski trip. And he he's like, I'm a little behind, but uh, that's sparring with Mitch Lawrence. Jeez, you, you beat him up pretty bad. I was like, hey, listen, I didn't beat him up. I mean, these debates are fairly one-sided, the Jordan-LeBron stuff. And especially if you don't come equipped with you know, more than, well, he won six rings. Like, I mean, I, the, the, at any rate, LeBron passes Jabbar, awesome moment. And then in the fourth quarter last night, the Lakers tie the game at 106. And at this point, you're like, okay, Thunder, second night of a back-to-back. They really shot their wad in the first half. They scored 76 points. I, I mean, really, can Isaiah Joe continue to bomb threes? Can say Shea Gilgis Alexander continue to hit every mid-range jumper? Can this rookie out of Santa Clara, Jalen Williams, uh, I mean, six steals? Like, they, they can't possibly keep this up. And at 106 all, it started to unravel. Now, LeBron and AD were on the bench, and Ham was kind of hoping that the second unit could keep them in the mix just long enough to come back for the game-winning kick, which I, I get. So it's 106 all, and this is where the game unraveled. And if you if you missed it, I'm sorry for you. Rui Hachimura ties it up with a nice driving layup. The crowd at Crypto's going, wow, 106, all nine minutes left. Perfect, Lakers got this. They're favored by seven. Hell, they might cover. They're picking up a game on the team in front of them. And then Isaiah Joe, the gunner from Arkansas, hits a three. Hachimura miss. 
Jalen Williams hits two. And this is where it got ugly. Russell Westbrook comes down. I'm talking about a basic pass from, you know, the uh, like above the three-point line, maybe 10 feet away. And it's just a lazy pass. Jalen Williams steals it layup. Lakers get a timeout. Now, all of a sudden, they, they tied it up at 934 at 840. So in less than a minute, they gave up seven points to Isaiah Joe, Jalen Williams, and Jalen Williams. Out of a timeout, obviously, Anthony Davis and LeBron return. Russell Westbrook to the bench. And the Lakers, out of a timeout, down seven at home, dial up a Lonnie Walker 25-foot three. No dice. Thunder hit another three. Yep, Isaiah Joe again. Then a Josh Giddy layup. And at this point, it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's snowballing. And the game was over. Lakers made it mildly interesting with some shenanigans late. Uh, listen, here's the bottom line with these Lakers. I, and I'm pretty pissed because I did believe this team has a chance to do some damage in the playoffs. Anytime there's a big game. I mean, they pooped their pants recently against the Clippers. Remember, I was out on them after that. Then I, they wrote me back in and LeBron record and all that. I get back in. This loss to the friggin' Thunder is awful. This is the pits. I don't want to say it's rock bottom. There's, what is there? They're 25 and 30. So they've still got like 27 games left, I believe. Something in that neighborhood. Two more games against OKC straight up. But I have no evidence that they could beat them. OKC was on the second night of a back-to-back. Friggin' Mike Muscala outscored Anthony Davis. I'm not even making this up. And it's time to go in on Anthony Davis. Folks, there's a ghost out there. How is Anthony Davis taking nine shots in 31 minutes and Russell Westbrook's jacking 19 in in 28 minutes? Russ is just out there jacking. I don't want to hear, oh, yeah, 27, Jay, was it bad? No, a lot of it's garbage time. The six turnovers are the killers. He can't make a freaking entry pass. I'm just telling you right now. I If the Lakers don't make a move here in the next, what is it, 36 hours, 72, whatever the number is, it's less than two days. At point guard specifically, they're not going to get to the playoffs and do anything with Patrick Beverly, three turnovers, Dennis Schroeder, three turnovers, and Russell Westbrook, six turnovers. Lakers had 20 turnovers against Oklahoma City, which I remind you last night gave up a buck 41 to Golden State. They gave up a buck 41. They come down to Southern California, watch the Lakers turnovers from their point guards, hand them, literally hand them 12 turnovers, and they steal the win. I don't know why you bring back Austin Reeves and he plays seven minutes. Like if he's on a minute count, say it. I didn't hear it in the broadcast. I'm pretty peeved, guys. Toscano Anderson, no play. Max Christie did not play. Wenyan Gabriel, always an energy guy, did not play. I guarantee you he gets more than uh, five offensive rebounds. The Lakers as a team grabbed six. Total non-factor. Missed a bunch of free throws. They let OKC. OKC, by the way, missing Lou Dort. And he's well, like, coming into the season, he's probably like their third best player after SGA and Giddy. And they hit 17 threes on the Lakers. 17 of 34. Mike Muscala, 16 points in 17 minutes. Anthony Davis, 13 points in 31 minutes. The Lakers, this is an embarrassing loss. I know we're all celebrating LeBron. I get it. It's very exciting. He's the leading scorer in the history of the sport. My kids instantly ask, will anybody ever pass LeBron? The only name that came to mind. It has to be someone who starts young and is pouring in points from the jump. And you know who I'm going to say. Luka Doncic. That's the only name to mind right now that emerges as someone who is going to average 
I don't know what. LeBron's averaging close to 30 points a game for his entire career. Can somebody? Can anybody do that? Now you have to stay healthy. That's important. I don't know. Luca's off-season regimen is. I've probably got a tougher regimen than Luca does in the off-season. LeBron famously gets a massage every day that he's doing basketball and working out. That's from somebody who has been on set with him multiple times for commercials and Space Jam and all that. Like, does anybody care that much? I don't know that Luca does. I mean, you know, LeBron cares about this loss. He's probably super ticked off. If I'm the Lakers, I really have to go out and figure out how can I upgrade point guard. I know Kyrie Irving was just there and everybody's saying, you got a chance. No, they did not. Joseph Tsai, the owner of the Nets, did not want to send Kyrie where he wanted to go to the Lakers. Can they get Fred Van Vliet? I don't think they have a chance of that. The Raptors are going to make him pay the tax. We'll get into it here with Rick Buecher and Masai Ujiri, who somehow is holding all the cards, even though his team has criminally underperformed. And everybody overrates Scotty Barnes because it's weird. In the NFL, certain teams and GMs and coaches have the media wrapped around their finger. And the media will protect them and say nice things about them until they can't because it's obvious that the guy's a failure and he's out. But there's certain GMs and coaches who can do that. In the NBA, I feel like Masai Ujiri, who's done really good things. Listen, when you can steal Kawhi Leonard and then win the title, albeit the luckiest title ever, given that everybody on the Warriors got hurt, you're going to get a lot of props. He's built a good roster, but let's be honest. They got smashed last year by Philly. I know you could say the injuries happened in the playoffs. Fine, whatever. And then now they've massively been a joke in the East where they can't sniff the top eight and... They've got a big roster, a lot of contracts, a lot of big names, and they have not delivered. So are the Lakers getting Fred Van Vliet? I don't think so. What does that leave? Mike Conley? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, what Mike, what's Mike Conley worth? I'm not giving up the two ones for Mike Conley, but I don't want to ride with Russell Westbrook. I, I just, there's got to be something out there. Something that gets him off Russ and Pat Bev. Like, I can't watch those guys try to run an offense. And Dennis Schroeder, my gosh, just make him a six man who's a scorer. Because he doesn't do shit else. All right, I've ranted long enough. I've ranted. I apologize. I'm just disappointed that on LeBron's glorious night, where he set the record, passing Kareem, the captain, the Lakers end up losing. In a game they had to have, they are now, let me just quickly check the standings. We are on, we are February 8th, and the Lakers are now four games back of the six. They are behind Portland, OKC, Utah, Minnesota, Minnesota lost last night. The Pelicans, who are starting to turn it around. They've won three in a row. And Golden State, which doesn't have Curry, but I think they'll be okay. Devin Booker just came back this week. Folks, if you want to get grim, I don't, uh, short of an injury, I don't see the Clippers tumbling out of the top four. Fine, we'll take top six. Short of an injury. Again, I don't see the Suns tumbling out of the top eight. Ditto for the Mavs. We'll see what happens with the Warriors with Curry out. Zion, I don't know when he's coming back. He's always hurt. Minnesota is going to get Carl Anthony Towns back. And now we're at nine, guys. Are the Lakers passing any of those guys? Utah, I can see trading someone. Jordan Clarkson. Uh, someone's going to get shipped out of Houston. OKC is, is fighting and scrapping, and Portland is not good. But my gosh, this is just brutal. Lakers, that is a devastating loss to OKC. That being said... They can easily bounce back Thursday. You know Anthony Davis is going to give it his all. I mean, I'll be in full-on Super Bowl mode by Thursday, but 
this is going to be a game where Anthony Davis shows up. TNT game for sure. Saturday at Golden State. Monday at Portland in a, that's a big swing game. Because you can't lose these games against teams that are right ahead of you and not much better than you. They have a few of those coming up. Golden State is obviously better, but they're right in front of them and no Curry. Portland right in front of them. New Orleans right in front of them. Golden State right in front of them. And Dallas. So the next, I think you could safely say the next six games will determine the Lakers season. They've got to go four and two. Maybe they can squeeze out a five and one. But you can't go two and four in this stretch and fall further behind. Because remember, the back end is loaded. They still have two games against Phoenix. They still have a date with the Clippers. They've still got... The the two games against OKC are huge. If they can somehow find a way to win both of those, it'll greatly enhance their chances. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest. NBA man about town? NBA insider, NBA journalist, Rick Buecher. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a guy. 
Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy to uh, get us excited for the NBA trade deadline. It's always well-hyped, and then usually it under-delivers, which I never like. But the NBA trade deadline is approaching rapidly, and Rick Buecher, FS1, he does radio, he does podcasts. I mean, Rick, is there anything you don't do? No, no. uh, Windows. But (laughs) uh, And I also, I don't falsely over-hype things. No. Like, I'm not going to over-hype the trade deadline just to satisfy you, J Mac. Like I know you, I know you want to hear explosive things. Kevin Durant's getting traded. I know. I do think there's some interesting things out there that could happen more than likely. And this is what's happened lately is that they get talked about now and then they get consummated during the summer when teams mm. have a little more flexibility, a little more, um, room to maneuver a little more time to think about exactly where they are going into next season. But um, so there is, but there's, there's a chance that we could have like another blockbuster uh, potentially. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to ask you about Kyrie Irving. Um, Kyrie Irving goes, you know, leaves another team, Brooklyn. Um, He does. That's all he does. He leaves teams. Um, and then he goes. He doesn't to, just leave him. He leaves him. Yeah. He leaves him a mess. Yeah, he, it's like what are the burning bridges everywhere he goes? And now he's in Dallas with Luca. Um, there, listen, there's a scenario where this works. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, LeBron and Kyrie worked well, and everybody's saying, "Oh well, uh, you know, Luca and Kyrie that'll work." And it's just mm-hmm. Rick. We've seen this. It'll work for a little while. And I just. Will it work long enough for them them to say get to the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals this season? What? No. Definitely no. No. Who? Wait. So okay, no. fine. Who's coming out of the West? No then? chance. No chance. No chance. Wow. Okay. No chance. That's a blockbuster the, right there. I, I'm, I'm not even a big fan of the Suns right now. I would give the Suns a better chance. Oh come on! Coming out, out. Coming the out Suns the who got embarrassed yeah. and they got their pants pulled down at home in Game Seven. It's it's the uh, first of all, just the like that Kyrie and Luca is going to work or can work because LeBron and Kyrie worked. Um, we, I, I don't think there's going to be a problem between those two. I think those two will be fine, but it doesn't take into account that that Cleveland team was built very different from what the rest of this Dallas team is. That, that's what I think people seem to overlook is it's not a matter of just having star power. It's how the rest of your team is built regular season. I do think that there'll be a better regular season team because the way the game's being officiated, like if you're a star player and you have the ball in your hands a lot, you're either scoring or you're getting to the free throw line teams that have that during the regular season uh, are 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 winning more so than I mean I think it's one of the big problems that the Toronto Raptors have they don't have that mm. star player that is going to be able to get to the free throw line or um, have uh, or, or get to the rim and so the teams that have star power that's why Kyrie and KD were cleaning up when they were both on the floor together mm. star power is working so I do believe that what this does is it solidifies Dallas's chances of uh, being a playoff team of having one of the first six seeds, guaranteeing themselves into the postseason, but 
Luca and Kyrie defensively, man, if I'm an opposing team, if I'm a playoff caliber team and I'm facing them and I get to choose which one of those I get to pick on at the defensive end of the floor, I'm I'm going to have I'm going to have a field debt. Never mind that you gave up Dorian Finney-Smith, who was probably your best perimeter defender mm-hmm. on a team that was already 24th defensively, and Spencer Dinwiddie at least tried defensively. And both of those guys have size as 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 guards. Kyrie's six. He's listed as six two one ninety five. That's yes. very generous. Right. That's very right. generous, and he's really not that he's not that concerned about the defensive end of the floor. So that's where I see it falling down. I see it falling down in the postseason. Interesting. So um, who do you think is coming out of the West at this point? And that's assuming no trades, which we'll get to shortly, but um, I would assume it has to be the Nuggets, Grizzlies or Clippers. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I would say one of those. I, I still, I didn't the hear Clippers you. Um... When they play the way they're capable of playing. I just, they're tough to beat. Well, I purposely Denver, left the Warriors out. We did leave the Warriors out. I, I don't, I don't see them doing it. Ooh, not unless wow. they make some, not unless they make a trade. So we will be having, they're, according look, to Rick Buecher, you just dropped a bomb five minutes in. A, a Denver Nuggets, Memphis Grizzlies, or Clippers appearance in the Western Conference Finals. That will be the first in. Well, we'll yes. A long Yeah, I would say time. two of those teams are going to be in the Conference Finals. Two of those three. Interesting. No love for my my Sacramento Kings, um, Lakers. No, you guys, are, you guys are just glad to be in the postseason. Let's <laughs> let's let's be honest. So let's go light to light the beam. Light the beam for an extra five or six games, and we're good. Yeah, get to host a series. Uh, let's go to the Lakers. Uh, true or false? Zach Levine is on the chopping block, and uh, the Lakers could get him in a deal with with Chicago. I wouldn't say Zach Levine is on the chopping block. I believe that if the right deal came along, that the Bulls would consider moving him. Hmm. The Lakers, however, cannot make that right deal. They're not trading him for a couple of future first round picks, even if the Lakers were willing to give up 27 and 29. Uh, it, it, there's there's not a deal there to be made with the Lakers. There wasn't a deal there to be made with the Dallas Mavericks before they traded Kyrie. Uh, do the Lakers want Zach Levine? Would they love to get Zach Levine? Yes. Did the Dallas Mavericks, did they have interest in Zach Levine? Yes. Were the Bulls interested in anything either of those teams could give them? No. So the Bulls, Rick, are currently, what is this, ninth? Yeah, ninth in the East. They are a game under 500. They have a massive Zach Levine contract. They have DeMar DeRozan for two more. They're off Vucicic. Uh, the Lonzo thing has been a disaster. Mm-hmm. Where are the Bulls are going nowhere fast, and they're tied to Zach Levine going forward. Like, why are they keeping him when you can get off of his contract and bring in Russell Westbrook, who's been expiring? Mm-hmm. Forget about this season. And then, boom, next thing you know, two years from now, you've got all the cap room in the world to make a run at Anthony Davis or whoever the hell you want to. Uh, I I am not... <laughs> I'm not creating cat room to go after Anthony Davis. Like what? I would, I'm just I would, throwing I would, out a Anthony, name. I, mean, I would rather have Zach Levine than Anthony Davis. Is that, well, wait, Anthony Davis for two more years or Zach Levine for five more? I, I don't, I really don't have an issue with Zach Levine. I have an issue with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic. I think that combination is difficult. And I, I think one of the reasons that we've seen Zach struggle because 
Zach was on the uh, on the come up over the last year or two, and then they got Demar, and he had to figure out how to play off of Demar, and he did a decent job last year. He's been injured this year. He's got an issue with, uh, I believe, a finger on his shooting hand. Mm. And when you're a spot-up guy, when you're suddenly a spot-up guy and you haven't been a spot-up guy before, and now you can't shoot a three, that's going to seriously undermine your abilities. The other problem is that Vucevic isn't really a – he's not a roller, and and he's not a great – I mean, he's good. He's a good pick and pop guy, but he's not a pick and roller. And what he does is he takes up a lot of space inside. So now those driving lanes, you've got DeMar DeRozan, you've got Vucevic in the paint for the most part. Where where's Zach Levine supposed to go? He now becomes he now becomes kind of Russell the way Russell Westbrook was when he was starting with the Lakers. Like now, I have to depend on the least effective part of my job to be a contributor here. So I, I'm not that down on Zach. I just feel like, and maybe they do move him, uh, but I feel like it's the, the combination of those, those three that, that doesn't quite, the, the pieces just don't fit. The, the talent is good. I like each one of those guys individually. I just don't like the way they are collectively because to your point, they're expensive. And those names are big enough that you expect more than ninth in the East. Yeah. So uh, so your gut is Levine probably doesn't go anywhere. So I guess we'll just go right to it. Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. the big name in, in Brooklyn, the latest reports, depending on who you want to believe, Woj, Shams, Chris Haynes, whoever, yeah. is that the Nets are talking to Kevin Durant and trying to, I don't know if talk him off the ledge is accurate, but they're talking to him yeah. about, you know, maybe adding to the roster. They go grab somebody yeah. from Toronto. Yep. Um, maybe they go get John Collins. I don't know what that would even do, but bottom line, they, it doesn't sound like they want to trade Kevin Durant. Is that the right move? I mean, he's 34, 35 in September. I don't know if he's still a top three player in the league. I, maybe you extend that to top five, like given his age, the recent injury history. Yeah. I don't know, Rick. Shouldn't they try to move him while they can now and get whatever assets you can? Boy, he looked pretty good at the beginning of the year. That's my yeah. reluctance. I hear with you on the I, I hear you on the age, and I'm not opposed to moving him. I wouldn't be opposed to moving him to the Toronto Raptors for Fred Van Vliet and Ananobi or Pascal oh. Siakam. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't turn down like a nice starter kit. Uh, and, and, and but I, you know, and I'd love to get off of Ben Simmons too if I'm going oh, that direction. Good luck. But I don't know that I can, you know, I would try. I would, I would definitely try. I'm not opposed to moving Kevin Durant, but I'm also not opposed to keeping him because he's still pretty damn good. And you are in Brooklyn and it does give you the biggest star in that market. And as is, as is Brooklyn is struggling at the gate. They're not, they're, they're not, making a ton of revenue. It's why they want to still maintain this team and try to go for a, you know, make the playoffs because, you know, mm-hmm. rather than tear it down now, they're, they're still trying to make money. And they're still trying to pay. They're still paying Steve Nash, obviously I would assume. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, and, I just, and who, and the, and you know, I, I, we've never seen the numbers. I mean, the whole Kyrie Irving anti-Semitic debacle. I, you can't tell me that didn't cost them money. Of course. In Brooklyn. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is where 
The people who say Kyrie is playing chess and we're all playing set- oh, gosh. checkers. He's he's got this celestial knowledge that none of us have, and he's just he's and he's leveraging the nets like he just left he left the biggest media market where uh, he could get a max extension to go to the Dallas Mavericks, who. I mean, the the Nets were guaranteed to make the playoffs. They're 12 games over 500. He went to a team that is what, two games over 500? I think three West. after the out. Uh, yeah, maybe two or three, one of them. But you're, that's a good point I hadn't thought of. Um, he took a step back, but I would argue he has a better chance in Dallas to make a run in the West than he would have at Brooklyn to make a run against Boston and Milwaukee, who I think are probably the two best teams in the league right now, right? I don't. Uh, wait, Who do you, you fear meant, more not, in not the Brooklyn playoffs? And Milwaukee. You meant you meant Boston and Milwaukee. Boston and Milwaukee. Yeah, Boston yeah. and Milwaukee are a tougher road, I think, than Memphis or. Denver. I would agree. I would agree. Okay. That, I I don't. I wouldn't anticipate them getting ba- past either one of them. But where is he going with the Dallas? Uh, like, what? Why is your? Why? Why do you have so much faith in the Dallas Mavericks? I have faith in Luca. In Luca Doncic, I trust. I believe he's the best player in the league. He Regard- elevates everyone around him, regardless um, of what he has around him. Yeah, exactly. He had nothing around him last year, and they went to the conference finals. Um, I think this guy is incredible. I would not be shocked if they were in the finals at all. He had guys who could defend. I mean. Like- he basically he like okay, Brunson's a little bit of a better defender than Kyrie, but neither of them it's negligible. Um they'll but lose. Brunson was Smith. significantly well, Brunson doesn't defend now. He defended more last year. I'll, I'll give you that. But, but you nobody that. defends in the NBA. Nobody. Well, they they don't now. They don't now, but in the in playoffs. The playoffs? In the playoffs. I don't know. Are the Memphis Grizzlies getting half court stops in the playoffs? I... It's why it's why the Warriors, that's why I don't have the Warriors going anywhere. They can't defend. Which is weird because uh Draymond Green is supposed to be the best defensive player in the well, league the last 10 years. Like he can't do it alone. Right. It's not his problem. It's Clay can't defend anymore. Clay can still score. He can't defend. Remember, Clay used to be arguably the best yeah. defensive two guard in the league. Well, that was before the what double with the double the two, ACL. Tr- exactly, back to back? exactly. But my point is, he's not that. Jordan Poole, without question, doesn't even like make an attempt to defend. So you got your two main perimeter guys, Steph Curry now is arguably your best perimeter defender outside of Andrew Wiggins. That's not a good place for you to be defensively. And by the way, you don't have rim protection that you were hoping to get at some point from James Wiseman. Yeah, James Wiseman's in a bust. Here, how about this? I, if, if I'm uh, Bob Myers, who I guess his contract is kind of up or whatever, but he's in limbo in, in Golden State. But Bob Myers calls up Brooklyn and says, hey, I'll give you Wiseman, I'll give you Moody, and I'll give you another a future first. Give me Kevin Durant. Or or whatever it is to make the salaries match. Not happening. Is that something – I mean, are you ready to get off Wiseman? Because he's been a colossal disappointment, and I don't see him suddenly turning around next year. He's it not going to turn around year. fast enough for the Warriors. So why wouldn't they move him? Uh, I I believe that they would – for a deal that would like, if I'm them, I would move Wiseman, Wiseman, and Moody, and I might even throw in a pick to get Ananobi. Oh my gosh, that's a lot for OG Ananobi. Oh, I know he leads the league of deflections, and he's a winning player. I like him. That's a lot. What? How's it a lot? 
Moody? Wise, no, what's you your starting lineup? Wiseman, what's your starting lineup? Wiseman's been a colossal disappointment. Wiseman, Moody, and a future number one pick. For OG Ananobi? For OG Ananobi. Let's see here. Let me just look at look at what his contract looks like. Um, because I, I I mean Draymond will start like eighteen. Oh, that's that's pretty awesome. I think that actually works. And then he has the a player is, option for nineteen, which he'll probably decline. So you definitely get him this year and next year. Yeah. And then he'll decline it and ask for a huge payday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So you'll start Curry, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, and OG? No, I would still I would still start uh, Kavon Looney. Mm-hmm. But now I have then, Ananobi. Now I have Ananobi and Kaminga coming off the bench defensively. And you need somebody for Luca. You need somebody for Kawhi. Um, well, I don't. Now I, I have wing. Now I have multiple wing defenders oh that I can you throw. Just talk at me into this. Wiseman and Moody. The problem is, the problem is that Masai is going to ask for Kaminga, and that's where it gets tough. No, I'm not giving up. I'm not putting Kaminga in there. I would give him Moody. Um, hmm. But but here's the thing. Wiseman's not 
like exactly a high seller right now. He's not, he's not. Yeah, you're selling low on Wiseman, which isn't You are selling low on Wiseman. So that's why you've got to throw a pick in there. You've got to throw something else in there to have a chance of it working. And Masai may, what it sounds like is Masai has a chance at DeAndre Ayton. So if he needs a big, do you go DeAndre Ayton or do you go? Oh, that's gross. I would go Wiseman. Toronto's not close to anything. And you got to be honest. I don't think that Wiseman was a colossal bust. And now you're like. Oh no, no! I would take Wiseman over Aiton. Do you know what? Oh, Aiton. Yeah, but Aiton is Aiton's, automatic Aiton's got off the court. guy. He's Aiton. a proven starter, starting center in this league. His He's off a the borderline all star. It's awful. He's playing video games all the time. He wanted to get paid, then he got in an argument with his coach. Like, I, I'm out on Wiseman. But some- let me look at this Toronto. Does Masai have any leverage? They have a massive payroll. All the leverage. And by the way, almost everybody's up next year. Uh, Trenton has a player option. Van Vliet has a player option. Siakam, they got to do something. I don't know how he did it, but Masai has created all the leverage. Like everybody's calling him. Everybody is calling him on his players. Um, so what, what, I mean, you said all these guys, like, where are these, where are these guys going that, that, that they're going to get the money that they're making right now? Who's going to sign Fred Van Vliet? Who's going to sign? Uh, who else did you say was up? Uh, uh, so Van Vliet has this year, then a player option. Uh, Siakam has this year and next year. Yeah. Trent has a player option after this year. OG has two in the player option. Chris Boucher yeah. has two and then yeah. another one. Scotty oh, Barnes, by the way, Scotty Barnes, how overhyped was he coming into this season? Everybody's, oh, Scotty Barnes untouchable for Kevin Durant. He's really? still untouchable. Oh, and I, and I would, and I would, well, he's still untouchable for Toronto. I, I, mean, I like him, but untouchable. Come well, on. he's he's young and is on his on his rookie salary scale. And again, that may be just Masai creating creating market value. Yeah, he he's plays really, the media. I mean, like look at think about it. Look at yeah. Toronto. Look at Toronto. Look at their record. Look at who they have. And yet, everybody is looking at Toronto and saying, "God, can we make a deal for OG? Is Fred Van Vliet available? Like, I mean, that's is what about Pascal? Like." That's that's happening. That's the mind. That's the thought. Uh, the mindset in the in the NBA right now. And and to your point, I agree with you. It feels like a Svengali trick that 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 Masai has pulled on everybody. Because I look at that team, and I thought that team was going to be much better this year. They spent they, the entire team was at the UCLA gym during the summer playing pickup okay. together. I mean, the whole team was out there. I walked in one time. Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam, OG, Boucher, all of them were out there. And there was every like assistant coach and personnel person from the Raptors on the sideline watching. And that's the, it, those are the days where Scotty Barnes was acting like he was the God's gift to basketball, huh? Yeah. And Scotty Barnes yeah. was there. Yeah. Uh, Scott, well, Scotty Barnes was letting everyone know Scotty Barnes was there. Apparently the ego really got to him quickly. And again, I, I'm sure he's a great kid, but. The stuff you heard is like he really thinks he's like the alpha on that team. And I, I it's something's clearly going on. How about this? Why are they a 500 team? What's going on? Uh, because, well, one, because of what I said in terms of the um, in terms of the offense, like this has become an offensive league. Their their calling card was their defense. The fact that they could switch Scotty Barnes, good defensive, good young defensive player. OG, good defensive player. Pascal, yeah. like. All of them play defense. But what we've seen is, like, you can't defend. If you touch somebody, they're going to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. 
So now it's become an offensive game and, and teams have become really good at structuring their offense. So the ball may not be in their best player's hands all the time, but it's going to be in their hands to shoot the ball. Who's their best player, by the way? Their best player? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a I gotta go. You don't even know who your best player is. I will go Siakam. Hmm. Um, so we'll wrap up, Rick. Last year at the trade deadline, there were there was one kind of quiet move that I thought was valuable and helped down the stretch. And I think it was Derek White. Wasn't he a trade deadline guy? Yes, he was. Yeah. That was kind of a good sneaky move. Very good. And it was like, huh. They end up going to the finals. Derek White, not instrumental, but he was an integral part off the bench. I think integral is a fair word there. Can you see an under-the-radar move helping somebody, a, a John Collins in Atlanta, if you will? Um, I don't know if Washington's got anyone else they want to dump. Not Are the Utah yet. Jazz finally ready to part with Bogdanovich? Um, it feels like the Jazz, that story was great early in the season, and now it's they're under 500. They're headed toward the lottery. Um, give me a name or two. I think that uh, depending on the team, Mike Conley and Jared Vanderbilt could do a lot for a team. Mm. Vanderbilt is a wing defender. like yeah. he's, uh, um, Or Jordan Clarkson and Jared Vanderbilt. Like I would feel completely different again with the Warriors if they were able to make a deal taking some of their young guys and they got Jordan Clarkson and Jared Vanderbilt. I just I like that. I just, the, the Warriors have no bench. They have no bench. Well, they have guys. They're just too young. They're too guess, young. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But your timeline is now. Yeah. Like this idea that, I mean, Steph's playing out of his mind. How many years can he play out of his mind or avoid the injuries that are now quietly piling up? Mm. He missed almost the entire season, what, three years ago? Two years ago, he yeah. was injured. Last year, he was injured. This year, he's injured. It's like... Mm -hmm. At some point, you got to realize that this is what happens. I think LeBron has kind of fooled everybody into thinking, oh, yeah, everybody can play till they're 38 or 39 if they say they want to. And it's by and large, that's just not the case. Yeah. Uh, final name. And again, uh, casuals will will just scoff at this. But Jakob Pertl of San Antonio, we know yeah. Popovich wants to be the worst record in the league and have a best shot at Wembenyama. Who's getting yeah. Jakob Pertl? I originally thought the Nets would be a place that he could potentially go mm. because they desperately need size. Um, Claxton's been excellent. He is, but he's just—he's not—he's just not big enough. I mean, you know, Warriors. Playing, if your Warriors playing, could use Yaka, you've seen how the Nets have played against the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are only Al Horford and Robert Williams. Yeah, Claxton can't get anything done. You've got—you've got Brooke Lopez. You've got, you've got Joel Embiid. You've got Al Horford. <laughs> like, <laughs> if Nick Claxton is your big man, it's nothing against Nick Claxton. It's just you need like a legitimate body at that position if you're going to compete in postseason. All right, well, Rick, we'll wrap up. It's early February. Your NBA Finals two teams prediction is, and to give you a couple seconds, I will go Gold Golden State Warriors. Oh my God. Boston Celtics rematch. Yeah, I, that's not bad. I like rematches. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go uh, Bucks Clippers. It's what I said at the beginning of the year. I will stay with it. I don't have I don't have reason to change at this point. I really like. I do like Boston. 
Um, Jason Tatum still scares me. Every huh. time you need like a really big game, wow, that's, he somehow that's my guy, dude. I love he I love Jason Tatum. At the, at the worst time, and then he comes back and he makes up for it. But it's like mm. if that's your guy, if that's your difference maker. Jeez, the slander. Good. You know, we didn't even talk about the Sixers on this podcast. I'm sure, you know, Philly fans are very sensitive, right? Um, So they're going to be upset. Um, Don't worry. We'll we'll have plenty of time to talk Kings next time you stop by, Rick. I know you're. Kings and and Sixers. That's your new (laughs) new finals. There you go. (laughs) All right, man. Enjoy the uh, trade deadline. I'll see you soon. Thanks. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 